0: This is a Honky Tonk Man, the greatest intercontinental champion of all time, and you're listening to The Wrestler Review.
1: It's Dylan. No, I don't do that. No. Be friends with girls. Got. <laughs>
2: women are not to be friends with they are to be bill o'reilly. Is there I know <laughs> okay, said this, the... this is a wrestling podcast and whatever but what is there a less surprising sexual <laughs> assault charges than this guy where it's like oh yeah he did it <laughs> like i'm actually surprised yeah, he got fired
1: Absolutely not. What I'm surprised is he just, he wasn't doing it from the desk.
0: <laughs> he wasn't doing and it also, on TV. And also the
1: things the things he said are so old-timey, old timey old man like pop in here, foxy babe, and let me stare at your hiney. <laughs> but literally, he was walking through the office, and there was a lady who was an assistant who's black, and he just went, "Looking good, hot chocolate." <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> what a <the fuck>?
0: right <laughs>
1: What a bag of shit! He's like, like wh- he
2: that he is. You know uh, those movies where like you have an asshole boss, but then they kill them and no one cares. And that's like the premise of the movie. It's like, we took his money. Now what are we going to do with it? Whoa, we got to run away from this murder, though. Even though the cops kind of don't care that he's dead because he was such a loser. That's what Bill O'Reilly... so funny. What's up, Hot Chocolate? You know who else? Uh, Upon reviewing them, I've learned a lot about them as a... uh, I think more than any other person we have reviewed, I've learned who I kind of think I know who this man is exactly, like as a person without. Ever, that is Mike Sanders, above average Mike Sanders, the natural. Now
1: we're the natural are born Doing... thriller ladies and gentlemen. We are, st- yeah, we are embarking on a natural born thrillers journey. <laughs> All five members will be reviewed in order of significance. We have to go with the leader, Ric Flair's protege himself, the natural born thriller. Mike Sanders.
2: Above average Mike Sanders. Also,
1: here's another thing. We're doing all five. The worst, the worst nickname, the worst nickname in all of wrestling. He's not the worst. He's certainly not the best. He's slightly better than most. (laughs) He's not.
2: I really like above average Mike Sanders. It's a really good nickname if you only want the guy to be a mid Carter. I
1: don't think they wanted him to be a big Carter. I think he's just someone that gave them money to train at the power plant, and they're like, Oh fuck! He's still here. <laughs> all right. Well, let him do something, just to I guess.
2: Clarify. Like, by the way, my- you say all five. So we're saying this week, Mike Sanders. Right down the line, we will be doing a Mark Jindrak episode, then a Sean O'Hare episode, a Chuck Palumbo episode, mm-hmm. a Sean Stasiak episode, and John. My uh, question to you is. Do you want to make it? <laughs> we'll do two in one week, I suppose, because that means we have to do a Reno episode. And you forgot about Reno, didn't you? You forgot about Johnny the Bull.
1: I, I was going by the original five, not the additional six, which is Reno. Also... Oh, the... Ad- In terms of our ability to... Elix
2: Skipper. That's so funny.
1: Oh, God. Okay, yeah. We're going to have to do Elix Skipper as well.
2: (laughs) Oh, no. We can't. (sighs) We can't do that. We could do Elix Skipper and Reno and all those guys all at once. We could just do a 10-minute episode on Reno. Reno might, like... (laughs) Reno is the one where we would have to pack actual Bill O'Reilly. Just get through it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is how the Reno episode would go. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Wrestle Review. We're doing Reno. Best thing about Reno, career was short. Worst thing, he wrestled it all. <laughs> all right, thank you very much. See you next Although week. Oh,
2: he was the first dude to do the Crossroads type thing as a finisher. And everyone was like, that doesn't even fucking make sense. Now it's everyone's favorite finishing move. So, step up to the plate, Reno. Roll the dice if you will.
1: I don't even know what the what's the Crossroads?
2: Cody Rhodes' is finisher. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Idiot, idiot, loser
1: bitch. I don't, I don't I don't I don't learn everyone's finishing move unless they're really catchy i only. I only learn Japanese finishing moves because they're just needlessly epic. Oh, it's the one-winged angel versus the shiny <laughs> wizard versus the dragon. Versus cum.
2: the just straight up headbutting a guy until he has a, a stroke in the middle of the ring,
1: and then you finish the match. Get that guy's dead body I, uh, on
2: top I, of yours. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, his finishing move is he makes sure that your family goes into foreclosure because he knows the yakuza, exactly, baby. Now, John. Oh. He delivered his deadly, show a photo of your family and say, you'll never see them again unless you get on that map.
2: <laughs> John, I have, one qu- I have one simple, simple question for you. Who was Mike
1: Sanders? Is it about yeah. Michael Edwin Neal Sanders? Yeah, baby. Uh, the, Apostle, the Apostle Michael? Well, his real name is Mike Sanders, which is the best for a rest of it. You're like, no, I don't want any anonymity. I want the, I want the government to know who I am.
2: Well, it really proved w- good for his career moving forward. Because he is a stand-up comedian now. I mean, we shouldn't open with this. We shouldn't Pulp Fiction this one. I think we should. But
1: I think we should. should because this is literally, he is, oh, yeah. well, it's I mean, so scary. He is literally my ghost of Christmas future. <laughs> how, like, how, how, what do you mean like, that John? In that literally how he makes money is he goes to corporate events and he stands up there and goes, Welcome to your AIC Tech Conference 2012. Check out all our sponsor booths. You got this one. You got that one. All right, guys. I'll be back in a little bit to give up prizes. I'll see you in a little while. Like I'm like, oh God, I will. Oh, oh.
2: <laughs> yeah. He, uh, yeah. He just hosts. Just like he's. He, yeah. He just. I mean, he also does some fucking. Uh, he does some stand up from time to time. Did you have a time?
1: Did you have a chance to look at any of the Mike Sanders stand up clips? I tried to find the Mike Sanders stand up clips. I can only find his host reel. And also various appearances on really? television which shows. Which television shows, John? Yeah.
2: He was on Homeland?
1: Homeland. That's super fun. He was on Homeland. In it for a second. Like, clearly the role you know he's playing, which is like, gruff agent, get out of the shot by <laughs> Middle Eastern man. It's, like, so
2: w- <laughs> it's weird that Mike Sanders never really had like a, re- a draw with wrestling fans at all. And I know he was only in wrestling for a hot second, but...
1: Yeah, he was in... a. Re- he was in wrestling for three years, and it, let's be honest, the worst three years ever. He started training in 1998 at the WCW yep. Power Plant, which at that time is the time to be in fucking WCW. Like he literally, he walked in those doors. Bill Goldberg had just walked out them doors into a gold belt at a career that would span decades and he'd be known as someone who briefly <laughs> had a podcast that even wrestling fans with went, I don't need to listen to that. Like, do you understand that, uh, he was the next big thing. He walks in, he spends about two years training and he debuts in 2000 on an edition of thunder Wrestling Norman Smiley. Also, Norman Smiley must have had a career before WCW because they always talked about him being this amazing European wrestler. But from what I can see, he was just a guy who screamed a lot and then he, dressed up uh, like Norman a baseball Smiley umpire. Was
2: much much like the who you would want to say uh, it's like Fit Finley where it's like rough style, yes. In I think Norman Smiley worked mostly in Mexico. He was like a mat guy in Mexico and like a really good trainer, but then he just came over and he's like, "Well, I look too pleasant to be taken seriously and my style of wrestling is too go- is like too outside of what North American wrestling is," uh without being showy like a luchador ty- style is or like a Japanese style. So, he just kind of fucking dealt with it and became a comedy character. People forget this too about WCW at that time, where it's like they had some super good mid-card stuff. Like, um, I also I texted you a I texted you Mike Sanders YouTube channel.
1: I'm not watching it, but yeah, then no, that's what I'm watching it on. Four subscribers, isn't it?
2: That's all right. So this guy was on national television for a Uh. year, and I he's the only guy I've tagged. I tagged a tweet. I tweeted out we're going to be reviewing Mike Sanders' career. Um, and he's the only guy I tagged where I'm like, Jesus Christ. I mean, this guy might legit, this is an army. This guy was in the army and he fucking might respond to this and be like, fuck you. (laughs) There's a real risk that Mike Sanders is going to hear this and be like, what the fuck have you guys ever done? Hey, Mike Sanders on Homeland and he'll be right.
1: (laughs) I got more fucking YouTube subscribers than you bitch. That's what I've fucking done. Yeah. Hey, Mike Sanders, if you're listening, right. He didn't suck say an egg because, uh, um, baby, we got to keep it clean. Already getting... You know? <laughs> um, yeah, because you're from Florida, and I guarantee you're a homophobe, Mike Sanders. Go fuck yourself. Hey, Mike Sanders, suck my ass. Also... Already getting some Twitter hate about this episode. We've I been tweeted, with any luck, the podcast will be above average, as opposed to the Candice Michelle anyone, episode. I don't
2: understand why anyone would shit all over our Candace Michelle. Yeah,
1: I, I really, really enjoyed that.
2: We'll shit down your fucking throat, you stupid bit. <laughs> yeah, you, you
1: guys just don't understand the episodes the we haven't released. we fell
2: asleep, of course, the Mike Rotunda episode, and the fact that we did five Booker T episodes. They all had audio issues, and uh, we still haven't done a Booker T solo episode of this show. Which is insane.
1: That'll be our final episode. That will be our fade to black Tony Soprano moment, where we'll hey everyone, welcome to the Wrestler Review. I hope you enjoyed last week's Reno episode. This week Booker T, and then you'll just <laughs> hear two gunshots, and we you'll will never, never let know, you know who killed or who committed suicide. The answer to both will be all right. Mike so Sanders,
2: Sanders uh, pre wrestling, he did spend four years in the army. He gets he start. This guy starts wrestling, like starts learning how to wrestle at twenty nine which is a bizarre thing to get into the industry
1: kind of that late. What do you think he saw in the army that made him really want to be a wrestler? Like he's like, "I know. I know <laughs> the access code to Area 51. Mike Sanders, the whole world's immediately fake." when he
2: comes into wrestling, I will say this, has this crazy like can he has this Mr. Kennedy quality, he has the same quality the Miz has in that you're just like, "Oh, so you're a big piece of shit." Like totally. you just look like a big piece of shit, don't you? Like he more than anyone I've ever yeah. seen on television. And like you listen to that Vince Russo you're interview. The- there's a hour and a half of Vince Russo and Mike Sanders just saying like, "Yeah, I mean, I was the future of wrestling and then they fucking uh, didn't want didn't want the future to be the future, baby." so more than anyone you could like this guy's just naturally cocky
1: I gotta say this anytime 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 Vince Russo Russo goes this is the future of wrestling yeah, exactly that you literally are like well this guy will be done within days like I'll tell you what Hernandez is the Latino Superman someone kill <laughs> yeah, it's the exact, Hernandez it's the
2: exact same thing the, his entire career seems like the exact same vibe that uh, Ken Kennedy had where it was like so all right so Mr. Kennedy um, he rubs people the wrong way in the back. And then he of course has the thing happen where he's like, I've never done steroids, no one will ever do steroids. Immediately gets caught for steroids and is out of WWE. Whereas uh, Mike Sanders seems like oh, he kinda rubs people the wrong way. And then uh, and then he aligns himself with Vince Russo, which is uh baby bad.
1: Oh, the whole thing is is bad news for everybody. Like the thing with the Mike Sanders is he's memorable. If you were watching WCW at that time, which I was, you remember him for exactly what you said. He was this conky, conky the, dick John. And... John uh, it's it's like Glee, cocky, only it's a puppet Glee from the conky. Trailer Park Boys. Shut up, shut up, shut he's up, shut up. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're bad. You're a bad person. Really you're a bad conky. person. No, oh, he's a conky guy. Yeah, he's super conky. That's how cocky he was. He was the next level, bitch. <laughs> I can't <laughs> no, wait no, to see not, you at our friend Bobby Mayer's wedding. When I'm going to smash a champagne bottle on your fucking face? Yes. I'm gonna get your. Wa- I'm gonna get your future <laughs> wife to do it because she is strong enough to lift it, and then she and I are gonna do blow off of your body, nope. and then I'm gonna you I'm gonna fly, to fly my girlfriend girl and in, and we're gonna have sex on your sex dead corpse. corpse.
2: But I understand what you're saying. Yes, He's memorable, much like you being a huge fucking old bitch. One of those he, things uh, is true. Is very the second memorable one, because uh, he was just <laughs> one of those guys that connected in a certain way, and you watch like I watched a bunch of like natural born thrillers segments that I hadn't watched since I was a child, and uh, I will say this. He is so much – he is, like, so by far the only competent member of that group as far as promos go. And it is kind of weird that a guy that natural on the mic wasn't still in wrestling because the –
1: yeah. He must have been an unmitigated douchebag. Like, he must have walked into the WWE right before the invasion angle and was like, so who's going to take it? You? You? What's your name? What's your name, Monica McMahon? You want to get fucked? I'll fuck you. Who wants to get fucked? I'll fuck. You. Like it had to be something. Not only that, any natural born thrillers segment is a complete and total total point in Vince McMahon's argument that wrestlers need writers because I have never seen a man be like, "We're gonna do this to the filthy animals," and let me know. Let me tell you about that. Hands the mic over to Chuck Palumbo, and it's literally like. <laughs>
2: I watched the uh, segment. They do a segment where they go back to the power plant and beat up their trainers. It's just on YouTube, and I watched that. And it's so great. And it's I I think I kind of bought into them as a heel group. It's like if the Natural Born Thrillers were like, what if WWE? What if Nexus wasn't it? you know? Cause it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What if exactly?
0: Nex-
1: what if Nexus with was the core, but with steroids and yeah. And was only on Sunday Night Heat. That's what the Natural Born Thrillers were. But it was also this interesting time of. This is literally the yeah, death knell of WCW. It's insane
2: that this guy is. This guy debuts in uh, in 2000, and then the company folds so quickly after it. And we still kind of remember. Yeah,
1: seven months exactly. In seven months. <laughs> I think we're the. We're the only two people that remember him. And he was in a lot of shit. So, natural born thrillers, then they are this faction. Basically, the WCW was aping WWE's thing of everyone having a faction. So, they put everyone in factions like the New Blood, the Millionaires Club. Then they broke into splinter factions such as the natural born thrillers. There was no reason why they splintered, by the way. They were just like, we're doing this now. They've got great t shirts. Also, Mike Sanders is six foot one and was in the military. And when you put yeah, him against really the other is. natural born thrillers, he looked like a, a baby. Like, that's how much fucking steroids the rest of those guys were doing. That Like, Mike Sanders literally could walk into a bar right now and do that trick where he coughs and all the buttons on his shirt flies off. And in that group, he looked like <laughs>
2: uh, Andre Aruda. May he rest you in gotta peace. You got to Google who Andre Arruda is now. Andre Arruda is a very talented comedian who passed away because John has no fucking class. He has no fucking
1: class. John Don't, has tell, no them. Fucking Don't class. tell them. Don't tell them. You don't tell have them.
2: Just said Vern Troyer. So I do have a, class. I have fucking
1: class. I'm about. paying tribute to him. I have a lot of class to him.
2: Oh ha ha, ha ha.
1: I don't know. Oh, I never held funny? Vern I Troyer. Exactly I held. About.
0: Oh
2: no. I John, held Andre. make insider Toronto comedy references to try and ruin the podcast.
1: Andre once as. Andre for my 25th birthday let me ride in his motorized scooter. It was the greatest birthday present I've ever been given in my life.
2: Well, now I got to delete all that. I think part about it a lot. I'm really when sad he, when he died, died. And just the part where you're being a mean asshole. Andre, Andre also <laughs> uh, was a huge. I'm not being a fan. mean asshole. And I'm uh, being a good one man. thing I noticed that was also huge is watch any segment with the natural born thrillers, and then Reno walks by, and you're like, I don't know who Reno. Reno, you kind—I kind of peripherally remembered until I watched some of this stuff. Because I always remember Johnny the Bull, but I didn't really remember him when he was a uh, Reno specifically. And the man's back takes up the entire picture. Like this guy is fucking. Massive. Oh, Bob! Exactly what you said. Like all these guys. Yeah.
1: Quick, quick pop quiz. Oh, well, no, how, why did Johnny the Bull have to retire from the wrestling? Top? It was
2: like his asshole became his face. Yeah. What? Or something? What was his injury? His injury is the worst. Oh. Uh, no, he
1: broke. He broke his act. Yeah, yeah. He fractured like one of the bones, like one of the hip just joint that fri- it's just those there. freak accidents, like,
2: man. Like this, this shit can just happen. And the other thing is, like uh, about uh, re Mike Sanders, I just watched some nothing match when it was like WCW was trying to get themselves back. They were trying to get themselves back on track. I mean like, oh, here's two power plant guys. So it was like him against Kid Romeo, <laughs> What's it? But him against Romeo. And uh, Mike, wait a minute! Sanders Are you telling me that, that
1: wrestling fucking... has a kid Romeo and a Romeo?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, kid Ro- kid Romeo was a ra- was a child rapper, and Romeo was a wrestler. <laughs> so there Mike we go. Sanders That's why I was confused. Do a moonsault, like he just did a spring. He just sprung up on the apron and did a moonsault, and everyone still was like, "Oh, he's got to be a manager." It's like this guy's not that bad in the ring. I assume, like exactly what we were talking about earlier, this guy must have been just such a fucking piece of shit, because even. He uh, admits this himself. He just kind of like didn't really... It was this weird time, like you said, there was a huge influx of new talent in WCW. They were trying to like trim a bunch of payroll because 99 had lost them so much money. And so they bring in all these dudes from the power plant. And you bring in so many dudes from the power Mm -hmm. plant that usually when a new guy comes into the territory, the old guys all give him a fucking rough time or whatever carny bullshit they do. It's like, oh yeah, I scrubbed his dick with my mouth. Haha, what a prank. He woke up and I was literally inside of him, just a fun prank I do
1: while oh, my God, friends yeah, yeah. held him down. <laughs> yeah.
2: And I said, You don't deserve the cum, so I peed on his face.
1: Haha <laughs> <Well, laughs> fun was- prank. We we were on a we were taking a flight from sh- uh, from Boston going towards L.A., and I just knew I needed to rib someone, so I took control of the plane and told everyone my name was Al-Qaeda.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, well,
1: long story go. short, Mike there Sanders is that. who 9-11 is to blame for. I love
2: it when you're riffing and you don't know where it goes, and then you just got to end with something. You're like, all right, well, it needs to be impactful 9-11. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, it was either 9 nine eleven or abortion, and I'm saving abortion for when we get there. to his stand-up comedy career. Hello!
2: Come on! So, yeah, this guy was good in the ring, and he just must. He tells a sorry. He tells a story where it's like since the power plant guys almost like didn't outnumber, but it was like comparable. It would be like three or four power plant guys to like you know uh, five or six, or six or seven, sorry, like, uh, actual veterans, that he would go around making jokes basically like, uh, oh yeah, I remember when I started and I had to drive four miles to get 200 bucks, cause it's like, you're right, he started in the boom period and he knows that, and, uh, but p- the old guys still fucking hated him, and like, apparently Goldberg took him aside, and, uh, Sting took him aside, and DDP aside and was like, uh, don't do this anymore. Like you have to be like humble uh, or these people are just going to fucking ride you out of town. Like he's basically like, there's, there's fucking crazy politics here and you can't be this guy. You kind of just have to be quiet and mind yourself and, and, you know what I mean? And be humble and all that stuff. And he just wasn't down for that. And I kind of, like, I kind of honestly, I kind of, like, understand what he's saying. Whereas, like, he comes in yeah. here as a 29-year-old man. He's not, ni- like, you know what I mean? It's, it's easy to fucking take shit on the chin if this, if you're 19. If you're 19, like, all oh, you do humble, you're breaking in, whatever. But when it's, like, you're 29 and then a 40-year-old's trying to treat you like shit, it's, like, buddy, I was in the army. Like, go fuck yourself.
1: You know what I mean, like i completely I completely okay. see your point. I completely see your point. Here's how I know he's a dick is that a guy who is a good talker and was comparable in the ring was then not used at all in the w w f when they needed actual good wrestlers because the batch of people that they got a team w c w coming in were real shit um for the most part. like, he was definitely someone they could have used in a supports. Like, they basically had to add ECW to the alliance because they're like, well, we need some fucks to wrestle, and, you know, Vince McMahon didn't wait until... And by the way, every time when someone goes... They had to wait out the contracts. They had to wait until the next October. They had to wait... When Ric Flair's contract came up, that's when most of the contracts came up as well, everybody. That's when the NWO entered into talks. All they had to do was wait for the invasion until then, and then they would have had all of those guys no problem whatsoever, but they didn't because they're dumb, and then they needed to rush and get them in because they lost all that money on the XFL. Clearly, Mike Sanders was a dick because when he came in, they didn't fucking use him, and Lord knows, I'm sure he took that advice from a lot of people, but they fucking pushed him pretty well. They put him with fucking Ric Flair, yeah. who was the only draw WCW had left towards the end. They like, No, they... Um, so it hits Halloween Havoc they do this weird thing where he becomes the new commissioner and then stops being the commissioner for a while and it's him and Ernest the Cat Miller Ernest the Cat Miller is the worst promo of anyone I've ever seen who can actually clearly cut a promo but he just literally talks like a way that he's somehow holding his nose Like, let me tell you I'm going to make this point but I'm going to dance around it whatever Like it's just weird <laughs> yeah Ernest Ernest Miller
2: and uh, Mike Sanders vying for the commissionership is there's no more WCW 2000 thing and you're right they did fucking put the strap to him like he he won the cruiserweight title. He beat mm. Lan- he beat Lance Storm in one of his defenses. I mean, they were WCW 2000. Also, was like on again, off again with Lance Storm. If you,
1: the I think the only yeah, and this by the, the way g- is the yeah. best Lance Storm. Yes, exactly. The best Lance Storm. This is the best Lance Storm ever. His is he, gets
2: w- he leaves E C W. And goes Ugh. to W C W. Where it's like, yes, this makes way more sense. Like, Lance Storm was so clearly the guy in the Punk band who was on- who wasn't sure why he was in it um, in ECW. like There's usually like a bassist in a punk band who's just some guy in like a button-up shirt and everyone else has a mohawk. And when you're in high, it's just like, why is Keith in uh, the fuck cities? Because you know what? I enjoy
1: a, a rhythmic beat. And if someone isn't going to play bass for the fuck cities, might as well be me. All right, that's a one and a two and a one, two, three, four. <laughs> um, but Landstorm in this period is the only highlight of WCW with the if I could just be serious for a moment, all the renaming of every belt, giving the belt away, and also the matches were so fun to watch. They were so much fun and ridiculous, and I don't know why they didn't do it. The one good thing about Lance Storm in ECW that no one talks about is his gimmick in ECW is yeah he's really boring but he fucks good which is why (laughs) sluts like him which is the most ECW idea ever how do we church up this uh, this boring guy Oh, imply he has a big dick brilliant
2: they also did that in WCW when they were like oh man this guy uh, he's in a Canadian stable how do we make him face just say he has a big cock done and that's how it happened like legit that's how he turned face cuz he has a big dick. When body shaming was just so cool? Like WC people oh. are gonna I mean na- yeah, I mean now it's been 17 years. Even looking at WCW 2000 now and w- and just looking at wrestling of the year 2000. This is not just a WCW thing. And just seeing like like Molly Holly was a, was a, was bad because she wouldn't show her ass and how she had a big ass. Like that was you're bad because you have a big ass, and we've talked about this before. But it's like,
1: look at that big,
2: gross ass.
1: And I'm gonna say it again. It's terrible. They basically were like, "Well, Molly Holly, she's fat. <laughs> that's her problem." It's like, what are you talking about? Molly like, Holly
0: wears oh my 150 oh, pounds. That's I didn't realize. Horrible. I didn't ask to fuck a
1: bowl of potato salad because that's what you've presented me with—a bowl of potato salad, human. <laughs> be- oh um, So, Mike Sanders. So should we go? We yeah, go into so break and then cover the back half of Mike Sanders' career. Let's do. Let's just quickly roll over this because legitimately,
2: his what was it? He debuts as a full-time wrestler in August of two thousand, and August of two thousand, March by October, He's the cruiserweight champion. Yeah, March two thousand one. Like, so do we get August of two thousand, March two thousand one? How long is that? That's seven, seven months. He's a, as a major pro wrestler, this guy had a seven month career and he was the commissioner of WCW in storyline. Like four months into being an on screen character You can't not say this man was not a fucking natural as as wrestling um at wrestling, sorry. Um but he does. He feuds over the commissionership with uh, Ernest and Cat Miller, he wins the cruiserweight title. They mm-hmm. already disband the natural born thrillers in like fucking a month but he's in main event storylines against Kevin Nash who was like a who's like a personal friend of his like he was a big uh he got course, a lot of, of really course, of course he did. Um, oh hey Mike uh, Sanders him. are you
1: from yeah. Florida and also a cunt? Yeah. All right, get the car <laughs> with me. I drink red wine. <laughs> I drink a wet wine and I oh, drive cuz it makes What's wet wine? More fun. Dylan, what's yep, yeah. wet wine? I don't rhyme? know what that is. That's I what didn't You say just that. said. Yes you <laughs> did. Yes you fucking did you dumb fuck. You're conky. You're conky. You're #conky All right. So that was it. Dylan is conky. Dylan is conky.
2: Mike, I didn't realize that we we're literally. is it he not? We'll talk about this more after the break. But is Mike Sanders not a good wrestler because he basically was on television for seven months and we all remember? So you have who to delve is. into
1: the reasons why I remember him. I remember him being like, basically, it's like, who's this fucking asshole? Yep. And also for being in the natural born thrillers of just like, well, they just are really throwing shit at the wall now here, <laughs> aren't they, guys?
2: They don't even know what they're like, doing
0: anymore. What in
1: the world could they be thinking? That's so funny. Um, All right, so, so after, we're so after the show. break, we'll get into yeah. a couple of things. Actually, no, let's cover his last appearance for WCW. He was on the Night of Champions final uh, Nitro. Yes. Didn't wrestle. Just was unable to help Disco Inferno in the final match of WCW. Nothing is better than the fact it was a botch interference in the assistance of Disco Inferno. Jesus Christ. Oh, if anything else sums up, what a fall from grace! He's doing moonsaults with Lance Storm in summer, and by the next winter, he can't help a guy who did the stunner worse than Linda McMahon took the stunner.
2: <laughs> she, you can you can say this though. You can say a lot of things, but uh, they transition him out of. Oh yeah, being for no reason. He's a good a wrestler. wrestler. It's not so like he's quick, fucking yeah.
1: Jim Cornette, and they looked at his body and were like. It's like Jell-O, but it's got an elbow. Give him a tennis racket. They're like, they, they, you could have done stuff with it. It's sort of like The Miz. Because The Miz is really cocky and fun, you can just see they're waiting for him to decide to be a manager, and then he'll become a manager, which doesn't make any sense. He should be a fucking giant heel, and it's just it's stupid. Also, yeah. um, I've taken started trying to watch WWE again. I'm really trying, guys. But at this point, I just want to watch Shinsuke Nakamura walk to the ring, and then I'm gonna turn it off, and I'll, I'll rejoin <laughs> you in the Royal Rumble, 2018. That's
2: pretty much it. Just everyone sees what's going on at the Rumble. It's the pl- it's a playoffs, right? The Rumble's the pl- the equivalent of the playoffs, So they just get a bit more they get a bit more stoof. All right, so we're gonna take a, a short break, and then I'll be right back talking about uh, Mike. Sanders career in Heartland Wrestling Association, and then his time in TNA oh, yeah. in John's favorite stable of all time. So stay tuned. Don't turn please. Why would you turn it off your Ooh, what a break we're having. That was such a good episode of the Wrestler Review again. Ladies and gentlemen, please rate and subscribe for the Wrestler Review. Of course, we also want to review it.
1: Please review our podcast for the love of fucking Christ. And also, guys. Give us some money. Not with a Patreon. Nope. Or some sort of naughty Amazon link.
2: We don't want you to give us money for a goddamn nothing, right? Here's what we want you guys to do. We both have comedy albums. Please buy those comedy albums on our website, thejohnhastings.com. That is John's website. And dylanagot.com. The A
1: is for awesome. I'm an awesome guy. Dylan A. You also forget to mention we also get to talk about his time in Vince Russo's Christian wrestling organization. Oh, my
2: God. Okay, well... Because he is, he goes into the Heartland Wrestling Association, and they do a Team WCW angle in the Heartland Wrestling Association with Lash. I had Sachin. no
1: idea about this. It is the most embarrassing thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Mostly because I don't know who Jason Jet or Lash Larue don't know who is. Lash Larue
2: is. You forget a little Lash Larue.
1: I think I. I think I do know who Lash LaRue is, I actually. Went,
2: like, he was another guy. Lash LaRue was like, people thought, like, oh, this guy could be a big star. He's fucking, I don't know, Cajun. <laughs> He's competent on the mic. I remember yeah. Lash LaRue. Ooh, cool. Lash. Oh. Yeah, because no. the thing was, his gimmick was his name was Lash LaRue, right? And his sideburns made L's. Lash I Lash do
1: Lash remember Lash LaRue. Lash LaRue. Oh, God. <laughs> that guy was, like, Lodi. Man, WCW was just literally, like, it seemed like they just walk into town. like, who wants to be a wrestler? Um... Like, I I I like I guess. Yeah, come here. It's
2: a bunch of people who <sighs> come I with guess us. are going to be hopefully okay. So he's in Team WCW in the Heartland Wrestling. I'm going to go there. I did not see this angle, uh, but I am going to go out on a limb and say that Team WCW did not beat the Heartland Wrestling Association. So they tried to do an invasion no. angle where WCW, the second biggest brand of pro wrestling ever, went into oh. a rural territory and goddamn if Les Thatcher's boys didn't whip their ass and oh. send them fucking, fucking packing. Also, I, want, I need to say oh, this. That's embarrassing. I mentioned Reno became Johnny the Bull, whatever. That's yeah, not true. Reno people. and Johnny the Bull are two different people. Yeah, they're two people. different people. I'm you so absolute <laughs> bag of shit. So Mike Sanders went on to form a team with Lance Cade called the Natural Born oh. ass. That's fun. <laughs> that's a fun thing why not have a playoff this is just this is just people in, it really is the heartland wrestling association cuz this this is the same type of thinking that where people like make soda called yeah, Dr. They're, Zip they're you
1: know, literally right? doing like Dr. Pepper um, but there's mustard instead of a 90s beer. movie with rebellious emotion no. yeah the usual anarchists. exactly it's Pulp Rage, <laughs> gentlemen. Uh-oh. Reservoir <laughs> frog. <laughs> Here come the Jackie frustrations. Yeah, that's
2: a, we are... Oh, we well, are a couple of months away from Edinburgh, and uh, comedians all—comedians uh, based in the UK—always talk about Edinburgh way longer than people with real lives can uh, comprehend, because we have to start thinking about this shit like as soon as it ends. But uh, there will be shows in Edinburgh Fringe yeah. Festival that are just hilariously named. There's every year there's sellout shows that are like, oh, it's Pulp Friction. What is it? We get puppets. Oh yeah, the Act best one Pulp is that it was done and intentionally by a
1: comedian named Joe Lycett. Um and his show was called "That's the way, uh huh, uh huh." I Lysett. <laughs> it was so, but it's so That's not really good. Not it's no amazing. Funny. I the, I also I will tell you a story. A I will tell you a story of one that I I jokingly said to a comedian, and then they said oh, that's actually really good, can I have that? And I said no, and then made fun of the person not realizing how upset they then got about it.
2: Um, Yeah, there is... there is It comes a time where you say something... Like, some comedians are so... And really like the pun-on-your-own-name method of naming a show. Oh, yeah. And then you make fun of them, and they are like... They just kind of can't believe you're doing it, but you – there's this weird uh, – uh, there's a weird not amount of giving someone shit uh, that i I'm just surprised that you haven't
1: named movie, your show, I've Got say. an
2: Attitude. <laughs> no, but someone said that to me. They were like, uh, oh, your last name is Got, so that's really good for like naming shows. And then I laughed in their face, and then they were like – and then they just kind of looked at me blankly, and I was like, oh, I should have just like – Went along with that, shouldn't I? But I can't, I'm not going to, like, my entire life has been people being like, hey, you know that Got Milk thing? That's, like, your last name. And I've been like, I'm going to struggle to do your it. Your show titles are the best I've ever seen.
1: On. What is it this year? Super hot, lots of friends?
2: <laughs> uh, cool guy, lots of friends.
1: <laughs> and last year, Fatty Fatty Dum Dum?
2: Dum Dum. You're a fucking loser. Oh, what's no, yours I'm called? Inkblot? Inkblot giant That's fucking cool. stupid head?
1: No, not anymore. <laughs> Inkblot was Ink already blot. taken.
2: Inkblot, why? Because I don't know what's the uh, word. Still, I, it,
1: it. it's been turned down every year, and I'm a pussy for not doing it, but I should have done what I've always wanted, which is, it's John motherfucking Hastings, come see my motherfucking comedy show. <laughs> Fuck
0: you.
2: Yeah, they're weird about swearing. I'll tell you one thing. Uh, hop on this segue. Uh, one thing that's not weird about swearing, uh, Mike Sanders, when he goes to TNA, and he's back under yeah. that Yeah. Back under that Vince Russo fucking uh, what do you call that umbrella, and he is in the greatest name stable of all time.
1: Sports I entertainment hate extreme. De- Sex. I <laughs> hate. I hate. So fucking. I hate. Sports <laughs> entertainment extreme. I literally so thought
2: much. you were, I. Everyone listens to this is going to think that they. Uh. Their. I
1: think most people are going to be thinking, why did you just say iPod? It's not 2004. No, everyone
2: has iPods.
1: I hate. Still. No, they have iPhones. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. You are the Mike Sanders of this fucking podcast, and I am the Chuck oh, Palumbo. So shit. I'm the best. No, that's not true. So that's not true. That's not what I said. I'm going to be playing... The Miami Funny
2: Bone. And <laughs> You're going you to be a guy who, on a Wikipedia page,
1: I hope to God he didn't write this. And then he performed at the Orlando Improv, where he's now a regular. <laughs> um, <laughs> he seems like uh,
2: the type of dude who would have a wife who just. He seemed, all
1: of this. no, stuff. no. So I'm sure I guarantee he's married to a woman who is very put upon and confused by her her husband's need to constantly put it on channel 47 which is tbs in canada for some weird reference that i've made and be like used to be that i could have been conan denise i could have been conan
2: it's so weird all right well so sports entertainment extreme uh he's debuting uh he debuts in january of 2008 wrestling this is the first of like a thousand times and Good lord, basically. Sports Entertainment Extreme, in a lot of ways, is just him trying to rebrand the natural-born thrillers, but without Jindrak, without Palumbo, even Stasiak's retired from wrestling at this point.
1: Like, no one was looking for this. Like, it's clearly like, everyone's like, hey, be an alternative to like the fact that if we turn on WWE right now, they're fucking a dead girl. <laughs> and here they're like... We're taking it up a notch. We're called Sex. Yeah,
0: like it's just like, stre- awful.
2: It would be so funny if it was Sports Entertainment Extreme and it was S E E. The E's first, guys. Like why? Why? Yeah. Just why do you gotta have? Uh, it's right. just, uh, I mean, you, uh, God. God bless them for trying. Okay, though, I guess. I want, isn't it, ladies, and, that, gentlemen, like, ladies and gentlemen? gentlemen ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and
1: gentlemen. Okay. Jack? S- before we even get to that, Sports Entertainment okay. Extreme existed. Yeah for six months allow me to read <laughs> okay the members allow me to read a faction that existed for six months it existed for a baby that cannot speak yet a baby that can barely use its neck yet here are their members vince russo disco inferno desiree Disgrace <laughs> land david flair road dog ashley hudson Brian Lawler. Holy shit, Brian Christopher. Of course, Raven. Raven. Chris Saban. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Sanders. Sonny Siaki. Sayake. Eric Watts. Siaki Sonny Is that who that is? Siake. Si- oh, I don't remember that. Eric it Watts. It was Miss it- Hollywood. I'm not done. David Young. Don and Ron Harris. They had a uh, underneath splinter groups that were Triple X, which was Elix Skipper, Low-Kai, or Low-Key, and Danes. um that that Christopher to be fair, that nails also the ga- no it. like that was uh, that, that group was that group, good that group was great uh also the gathering then the new generation which were Eric Watts Brian Lawler and David Flair <laughs> um, wrestlers heavily associated with uh, sex but never made official members AJ Styles Chris Harris and Larry Zabisco. this is a group that was around for six months and that Oh, my God. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27 members. The Bullet Club doesn't have this many fucking members.
2: That's so good.
1: NWO never had 27 members. No, Jesus Christ. Only had
2: 27 members. But
1: I don't I know mean, if they ever if had that many. If you think about the
2: NWO, the only wrestler I'm sure was never in the NWO was Ric Flair. That's the only one.
1: Diamond Dallas Pages was never.
2: Stay- wasn't he... He was probably... Like, but I mean, we just talked about it, but DDP formed a tag team called the Insiders with Nash towards the end of WCW. Guaranteed they probably were was tech- somehow in the NW. Like, it's... It is absolutely insane. He gets Mike Sanders to be, like, this commissioner character. Like, once again, that's where they think the money is, is Mike being the commissioner. When in reality, I it's
1: like, he's kind of holy a Holy mother of fucking you- God. I am so wrong. You are so right. right. There are so many members of the NWO. Holy Dusty shit. Dusty
2: Rhodes was in the NWO. Yeah. There's The, mo- the only people who aren't in... I think just now wrestling in 2017 is now a roster of active wrestlers for the first time. No, not even cuz Big Show's still around. At, for the last 17 years we've been watching regularly on television at least one in the ring on there. That's how many end up. Think about it like that. That's how fucking crazy that ain't. I love these like short-lived stables though. Just the idea that you're like, "What's the answer?" I uh, know, stable warfare. Oh, you mean like that weird disciples of apocalypse thing? No, like the end of. Oh, you mean
1: Porqueques versus yeah, exactly. the uh, Disciples of Apocalypse versus the NWO. It was a great time.
2: So, so Sanders took two um, years off from wrestling in 2000. Yeah, he needed to recuperate is, from the amazing fucking nice.
1: angle that was Sports Entertainment Extreme. He had to rest up. He had to figure it is- out. He had to work <laughs> on that moon salt. But this is the
2: thing: is you look at this guy's career, and I think this is, I think if he would have started. When he was like in his early twenties or even his mid twenties, that he might still be a pro wrestler, just because then he'd take shit that he just wouldn't take when you're an adult man. But you think about well, this guy—he's born in '69. Now it's he's what 2003. You're still trying to train him and have him in developmental when he's like 34. So. What he's 34, man. He's not gonna fucking wait around for his opportunity. He's just gonna move on with his life, and that's what he does. After a two year hiatus, he gets back in the ring with uh, another Vinny Rue promotion. This is what you want to talk about? Ring of Glory. Vince now, Russo to cover up for the fact that he ring clearly is fucked.
1: Yes. Um becomes Christian. And like, and by Christian, I mean he says the craziest shit I've ever yeah. heard in my entire life. Um, the the week of this recording is the week that he basically came out and was like, bro, I don't know how to say this so I'm just going to say it. If you like wrestlers, <laughs> you're gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. He was like, yeah, I mean, all wrestling fans are gay. <laughs> and
1: that's yeah, like, bad. Anyway, so he forms Ring of Glory Wrestling, which is a Christian wrestling organization. But, like, I've tried to figure out and find information on it, how it was Christian. But, like, the roster involved Sean Waltman and fucking Road Dogg. There's no way that anything Christian was happening back there. It's not like they were like there was Jesus involved, you know what yeah. I mean? Um it was just like supposed to like like be wholesome, but it's like it's not going to be wholesome. I guarantee Sean Waltman's doing the Bronco Buster at your Christian event. Like is he doing the Bronco Buster to an abortion doctor? Like what are you talking yeah. about? And the Vince other thing Russo? is Vince Russo, and you it, did this shit. You're the one who like
2: a woman is always being hit because yeah. she's a Yeah, Vince, Vince like, Russo is like, here's what we need. We gotta work out
1: this spot where Mark Henry gives birth to a hand.
2: <laughs> it's crazy. All right, so we ha- we must do this because uh, we. I would throw this out there. Me and John. This is. I think this is the first. Time I we're think
1: we're, this is the some first time we're reviewing something Twitter that we ball. have more friends than. <laughs>
2: No cuz cuz it <laughs> actually says he's still friends with Palomo, yeah, Palomo, won't return
1: Inferno my calls anymore after I referred something. to him as that queer at my <laughs> Christmas party.
2: Okay, so here's what we're going to do though. What we're going to do is this is my this is something I saw from Mike Sanders. Um I mean, oh, we'll play the stand-up at the end. But John, which stand-up video did you watch of Mike? Cuz he had he, I watched he had the, one joke I that I actually I liked actually and, listened uh, to it. I've
1: only just watched it muted while we were doing this. Why didn't um That's
2: really unprofessional. I this is the only. I was too busy watching. His, they're I, comedians, like fucking uh, Hacksaw says he's a comedian. Uh, Mick Foley basically does like an even Kevin Smith thing now. Rob Van Dam said he was becoming a comedian. They're not comedians. Mike Sanders is a working comedian. Like Mike Sanders okay, started wh- comedy when I started comedy. Me and Mike Sanders and have been you doing have comedy sur- as long as we're both 12 and you years. And surpa- you have surpassed. I have not him. surpassed Mike. There's one joke he has where he says uh, a guy in the gym walks. Oh man, if you want to lose weight, you should just pay this 50 bucks. There's this colon cleanse. He's like, "Hey boss, why don't I just go down to the Waffle House and buy grits? That's two bucks. Get it? Because he'll shit his pants. Tolls are better than me, Mike Sanders." I bow to you. There's one joke he has about fucking an old lady that you should really listen to, though. It's three minutes long. <laughs> it's too long for us to I'm... listen to right now, but it's the only one you should listen to. I'll attach it to the end of this episode. But basically, the joke is this old woman uh, with long
1: boobs. Yes, uh, the joke. Uh, I know exactly. I think I think this. I think this is ripped off from okay, Rob. Okay, tell me what the joke is then. I don't know the woman with old boobs, and then turns out um you can't have the number 7 in a condo in Toronto <laughs> no it's uh,
2: it's it's that she has old long boobs and then he uh he he uh rubs her down with suntan lotion and uh then uh and then he and then he fucks her drunk which is cool cuz he's drunk but like you can't. Eat. Well, I think at the end there's like an anti-gay thing too, where he's like, "You can get drunk and fuck anything. It's all cool." Of course, dude. Good night, everybody. <laughs>
0: of course.
1: are okay for two men to have of sex. Of course, I I Finish guarantee his closer food. is literally like <laughs> the following things are people white men. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Like he's. <laughs> it's do, man doing comedy on the south though, man. It looks crazy.
2: To be fair, I don't know when these videos. We're put on the internet. I should. Uh, I should look. No, this is six years ago. So that's 2011. Yeah, not appropriate. Right. Mike not appropriate. He does weddings. He does corporate events. It's, it's very funny. All he's right, a great talker. Your, what's amazing fucking promo. Really, really like He's is amazing an asshole, at yeah.
1: convincing everyone he's a dick. Yeah, amazing at convincing everyone he's a dick. Like he's an asshole. Clearly yeah, an he, asshole. Uh,
2: Vince Russo says this, and they talk about it too. Where uh, Sanders just talks about how like he was never. Some people are always kind of afraid to do an in-ring promo. And he's like, yeah, I never was afraid. Like, I was like, I don't... You know what I mean? He's just like, yeah, I don't care if I'm... He's like, I just... I genuinely don't give a, f- like, a fuck. I'm not scared to fuck up in the middle of the ring. I don't care. Which is an amazing thing to have. And it's probably why, like... There's this thing, to I guarantee Mike Sanders probably got paid work, A, because he was a wrestler and people like, you could bring in wrestling fans, which probably isn't true. But, and two... He probably got paid work as a comedian fast because you see this uh, thing, too, where it's like if people are automatically uh, confident public speakers, it's so much easier for them to do any. Like, that's such an underrated skill. It sounds bizarre to say it's an underrated skill, but it's such an underrated skill in the workplace as it is. Just be a confident public speaker because no one wants to do it, and then you're fine. You'll get whatever shitty job. You know what he I mean? He
1: also, his... His talk and attitude fit with his That's face. Yeah. Like you look at him and you're like, "Yeah, you're you're a douche." Like, you know what I'm saying? It's the the problem of who's an example of the inverse. Who must be like, it's a, like if you found out Chavo Guerrero was a real dick, you'd be like, "Yeah, but it's not the like you know yeah. what I mean? It's not the same because he doesn't look like a dick. Like Mike Sanders." looks like a dick, and is probably a dick.
2: everyone, he was run out of wrestling. Not run out of wrestling. I think that he could have stuck around and he could have done indies, but he was like, fuck this, I'll do something else. So in the end, it's like he kind of, the reason why he probably shot up so quickly and the reason why he was exiting wrestling all within the span of like, really, he stops being a regular wrestler. He's like a regular wrestler for five years. And the reason he stops it is essentially because he shoots up because he doesn't give a shit and then he gets to a certain point and everyone's like hey this guy doesn't give a shit and that's the whole reason he got there in the first place and then he fucking falls off i would say my th- best thing i would say there's nothing regular about mike sanders, sanders. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's funny. You should stop it though. You shouldn't do this. Maybe maybe I'll host this with Mike Sanders. Do you think we could get Mike um, Sanders that, on the show? I don't know. I he's 40 he's a 48-year-old man now as of July cuz that's the other thing he was born on the moon landing day like July 20th 1969. He's a 48-year-old man. I am teeing that he doesn't Oh, yeah. Really We're, I guarantee this guy is, like on, this guy
1: how is how probably on the Jim Jeffries level of refusal to use cap. Like, I am a grammar asshole in that I refuse to do anything with grammar, and I guarantee all of his tweets are worse than mine.
2: <laughs> some of oh, yours yeah. some are some legitimately of my tweets are... one word, but it's seven
1: words. No, You're I'm not. I'm great. Blue... I'm a great guy. We're friends.
2: No. no. Uh, my favorite thing about fight Mike Sanders. What's my favorite thing, John? Oh, thanks for asking. Not you never fucking ask me anything. Exactly what you're saying. His attitude matches his face. He's a natural. He's a like you could do that. He could have not improved whatsoever from night from the time he debuted in 2000, and still, if he was an active wrestler in 2017, I do not think he ever would have been a world champion. Don't get me wrong. I don't even think. I think he would have been a great mid-card heel who you'd need... He's one of those dudes who is so easily hateable that you can have him job out for five straight years and people are still like, yeah, but I'll, I'll watch him lose again. Like... He's like the Miz, you know what I mean? Like exactly what you he said. He's he's the Miz, he's Mr. Kennedy. He looks like a fucking piece of shit asshole. He's so good at it. They would have tried to turn him face, but then when they turn him face it would like I don't like asshole. asshole. <laughs> this guy cannot be a his, fan. And what's his, the worst thing about Mike his Sanders? His entire Tom? life after <laughs> wrestling has made me feel really bad. Mike Mike Sanders this is how much this guy doesn't really know how to use... He, what do you mean?
1: All what? his videos oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. have like... Yeah, literally all of his views. social media... Like all of my social media has more views than this fucking guy. It's fucking depressing and it makes here me the, really sad. Here are the
2: most viewed things on uh, Mandy Sanders, uh, which is Mike's, I'm sure, lovely wife. Here's the Mandy Sanders channel. Yeah, uh, it is, is Wahi right. Cyclone. That has 15,000 views. I don't know what that is. It looks to be a big umbrella. Nope, nope. Wahee Cyclone is a ride at a theme park, Um, so that has 15,000 views. Interviews and promos. WCW Thunder, that has 8,000 views. And Mandy Sanders, and then the next one is Waffle House, which has that sweet joke about how you don't need to use colon cleanse for a month. You can just have some grits from the Waffle House, and you shit your pants immediately. And then, of course, is Demo Reel, which you gotta have a Demo Reel. You gotta have a goddamn Demo So, yeah, I mean, could we have Mike Sanders on? Uh, I'm sure, but I don't think he would talk to anyone outside of Vince Russo because the man's probably got shit to do. He's a wedding DJ. He doesn't need two fucking nerds being like, um, ooh, ooh, your salt was cool. Can you justify your I think that he does need that. Octo- I think that every wedding <laughs> DJ
0: needs
2: that. Wedding DJs are nuts. I mean, we... I'm getting married coming up, and everyone's been suggesting a DJ, and me and my future wife have been suggesting
1: Spotify. Yeah, and I think shuffle. that's way better. Also, as everyone knows, who, who's <laughs> as everyone knows about uh, this podcast or follows me on Twitter, I'm dead set against exactly. uh, Dylan getting married. I believe in non-traditional unions. I want him and his uh, I want a, a, him and his wife to get married in the way that Dylan and I planned his wedding inside the Elimination Chamber <laughs> at WrestleMania Fan Week in 2018. But her family has to be from Greece, and oh no, they don't let Greek people Ridiculous. in America because of the Armenian Ridiculous. genocide.
2: Now this is all I want to do. Oh, uh, what's your... So we got life after. I'm going to see... Or sorry, uh, the thing you didn't like. Uh, I, I mean, it's kind of like there's such a plethora of things to obviously shit on that... Uh, I mean, I'd say the worst thing about Mike Sanders is... Um, maybe that, uh, maybe that uh, fucking the guy thing, fucking guys, is an okay joke. Yeah, I hope you he's know not. What? That's a pretty I good one. That's a- do- I hope that's just the thing he did six years ago because it worked, and he's kind of not, do- and he's not doing it at all anymore. But I mean, he's a Christian man, and he gets along with even Vince still. So, so there's a possibility he does think uh, gay is bad. Isn't it insane? In which case, like, uh, I draw uh, a like, line. On, Anyone it's doing anything
1: homophobic post 2004? Yeah.
2: You're crazy. <laughs> but pre-2004, get in there. So basically, it's the Billy and Chuck wedding that really Everyone taught you just your fucking,
1: life. Come on. This is ridiculous. Oh, you know I what know mean? what
2: you mean, baby. Um, so that's our episode of Mike Sanders. Yeah. We got an hour out of Mike Sanders. What was that? Did we do that? No, there was another deleted ep- the episode where we did a Judy Bagwell episode which uh, <laughs> we're gonna try to do a Judy Bagwell again. I'm sure we now have so a year and a bit gonna...
1: under our belt. I think we could definitely, I could definitely do a Judy Bagwell episode. No we would have problem. To
2: do a Judy Bagwell episode as like watching her matches with alternate commentary. Thanks very much for listening, guys. Uh, please buy our stuff. Come to our house. Yeah. And if give you give see us money. on the
1: street, just give us please money. Please Give
2: us money. Please show up to all our stuff. I'm dylanagot.com. Dylanagot.com thejohnhastings.com, that's right, johnhastings.com and dylangott.com, we're both taken. We are fucking losers. Thanks very much for listening.
1: And Not me, I'm great. Next I'm great. week,
2: I'm gonna, we don't usually do this, but since it is <laughs> natural-born, it's the spring fling, baby, natural-born thrillers all day, all night, we're doing one, two, three, Chuck Palumbo. So we will be getting into Billy and Chuck. We will be getting into I Like Motorcycles.
1: Very good. Ladies and gentlemen, for Dylan Gott, I'm way better at comedy than Dylan. Bye-bye. Okay, bye.
3: Well, it seems like the people still love me. But let's get one thing straight Mike Sanders is here for one reason, one reason only. And that's to support everything Vince Russo stands for if it wasn't for Vince Russo there would not be any Mike Sanders the bottom line is this Vince Russo stands for sports entertainment extreme now my job with Vince is going to be acquisitions I'm going to be scouting the hottest talent biggest superstars in professional wrestling take him to Vince Vince going to make the decision Either we take them or we don't, bottom line. Now, it seems like people think Vince Russo's got a problem with tradition. Vince don't got no problem with tradition. It's the so-called legends in the black. Now, I'm trying to be politically correct because I shouldn't call them senior citizens. The problem's not with tradition, the problem is with philosophy. See, there's a difference in philosophy. They believe in tradition, but the bottom line is evolution is the solution, and somebody's going to wind up S-O-M. Oh man, you guys are good
0: friends. How's
3: it going? Come on, big guy. You guys already want some food? Yeah. It's on the way. I took my first big
0: vacation last year. Anybody over here took a cruise before? Yeah. Look right now. Where my cruise people at, man?
3: They <laughs> You see stuff on the cruise, you just don't see it every day. I'm telling you, man, I saw really cool I've been a woman pulling out bathing suits, I guarantee you made in 10 damn years. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm standing out about
3: the pool, I'm standing next to big belly, hairy back, hairy arms, hairy legs, hairy chest, hairy ears, and I'm like, Jesus, Mom, would you put on some damn clothes? <laughs> did y'all pool a a top of the step? No, no. no? I mean, your pool had a top of the step, do <laughs> ship the top of the step. Yes, mine did too. I went laying out up there just to tell I'm a player. I'm laying out on the topless deck of the ship. Stick with me on this; it gets a little rough. This 75-year-old lady walked by me in a thong. It looked like somebody pulled a rope up between a bad roast beef sandwich. He might not be the best looking guy on the boat, but he'll do. And <laughs> after the suntan lotion starts walking over towards me, I look at my buddy and I go, hell no. <laughs>
0: uh-uh.
3: There ain't no way, fellas, I am putting suntan lotion on this woman's back. Okay. So I put suntan lotion on the woman's back. <laughs> Big deal. But what I'm doing is she starts hitting on me. She's coming on to me and I said, no, buddy, hey, stop. Stop it right there. Do you know how drunk I'd have to be to get with you? She goes, how drunk? And I go, I'd have to be pretty damn drunk. So now I'm pretty damn drunk, all right? <laughs> I looked at my buddies and I said, hell it, boys, what happens down in Mexico? <laughs> Not everybody's bought a video camera you all. Shit, it looks like Golden Girls Gone Wild. Shit, I blame it on tequila. You can blame anything on tequila, can't you, sir? Can't you? You can blame anything on tequila, right? Yes?
0: Big girl? Uh, Huh, girl? Dude? Oh, maybe not.